Philadelphia. I'm Joel Embiid. Like, I want the ball. You can use John with anything. You could be like, yo, hey, them Johns is hot. Them, your shoes, you know what I'm saying? So it can mean anything. Welcome to the Fly Zone. This is episode 12, so we are back. The Fly Zone, the Philly-centric podcast, talking sports, news, media, all the things, all things Philly, all things great, all things life, meet you, for us, from the people, for the people. For the people. What's going down? We got this episode 12 right now, Sean. Episode 12, man. I'm love it. I'm lit. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. I'm lit, too. Great great bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) We are available on the Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Amazon Podcasts. Also, you can check us out on social media platforms. Yes, guys, please tap in with us on all social media platforms. Go for it, Sean. You give me the give me the rundown. I'm over, I'm over here doing your you doing your bid. <laughs> where can it, <laughs> where do you catch us on social media? Social media on Instagram, we're at the dot flies on Twitter. We are at the flies on. Make sure y'all tap in with us each and every week. Yeah. Also, make sure y'all look out for those amazing edit videos that my co-host does for the pregame show. Thank you. Fifteen thousand and counting views on the Isaiah Joe. Yeah, we splash brother and the splash brother. Well, we got one splash. <laughs> he we need the splash, splash cousin. He ain't got their cousin. <laughs> he ain't white skin though. Okay. He ain't like that's the cousin. That's the cousin on the dad <laughs> they side. Got they got one, you know. How was your holiday, by the way? How was your holiday? My holiday was real, real low key. It was real low key. I chilled. I fell back. Uh, as you already know, the family ain't do too much. So yeah. you know, mom cooked at the crib and we just chilled. That was all. How was yours? Yeah. I mean, I was I was chilling. I went to my brother's house. We I did some like two Black Friday things. That's about it. I didn't go out there. Oh, I ordered it. <laughs> And Hell then I no. went downstairs and I picked it up at the lobby and then I brought it back to my apartment. And that's what Black Friday. Listen, I don't participate in no Black Friday that. events. That's craziness. That's yeah. a mad, it's madness. I don't even think I left the house on, fr- on Black Friday. Like, for what? I, I sat around. I sat around. I, I got a new projector. I got a new uh, sound bar so I can watch the Eagles embarrass us and better clarity and better sound. Yeah. Uh, but that's about it. Sat around. Went on Twitter. Watched that uh, the True Craft and Cocktails Curse This Old Restaurant out. Laugh. Which guy? Uh, the guy on the true. You didn't see this video of the true kitchen and cocktails. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Out of his damn I mind. It was twerking. It was twerking in there, right? So what? Yo, you can't twerk in a restaurant. No, this is my thing. You cannot. You cannot create a twerk atmosphere and they get upset. People do the twerking. You got no, a DJ. You play on WAP. You got this doing caviar and champagne dreams. You you up there selling. You got douce cocktails inside the douce bottle. <laughs> Listen, like I, you cannot... I agree. I agree with that, but at the same time, act like you got some sense because you're still an no. adult. And think about this: if, even if they are playing music at the restaurant and they doing whatever they doing, whatever, do you really want to enjoy your veggie, whatever, and look over and see ass? I don't care what I'm doing. What y'all doing? This is a brunch. Let's be about clear that. about it. This is. I do not sit there at. I'm not at Capital. I'm not at Capital Grill. This is a Sunday brunch. Everybody and their mother, probably my own mother knows. When it's a Sunday brunch, depending on what city you in, depending on what hours of that city you in, depending on what crowd you in, that's damn near a day party. And if you set up a day party where your DJ is playing this music, then, you know, that's what you get. 
that's what you get. Now, to me, is there some responsibility for should you be up on a man's furniture? Should you be up on those walls? Heck no. But do you ever, as a business owner, curse out a room full of customers? Hell no. Now, that's There's what I, a way the part to I disagree do it. with. I disagree with his his uh his approach and his delivery. His delivery was all wrong. He went about yeah, that's it the a, that's a way to way. do it. I don't. And then way because they said he tried talking one time. You have security there are ways because there are people like you said, like you said, would you sit there eat your veggie whatever? Who were sitting there eating their meals? They were fine, and then he got a curse out or hurt. Yeah, exactly. How exactly. was that customer service? Yeah, I will never agree with that. So the reality is, one sir, this is you are not the Four Seasons. Four Seasons total landscaping, which you really you, that's your that's your atmosphere. You are. But also, the reality is, you don't. Customer service is never to curse out a room full of customers who pain. And quite honestly, I don't know if this is a shock or not. But me and you, Sean, I know we getting the hell out of there just because that's Fuck free yeah. food. Hell yeah! I don't mind. Like, this is too much for me, man. I'm, I, I, I'm out. I'm out. As soon as he said, Can't "Get the it. f out." I would have I would have chugged my drink because he's pretty much giving you a gift of free food. Yeah, I can go listen to WAP in the car. See, like, any, I, or anywhere. I if I ain't gotta pay, I'm out. If I ain't That's gotta pay, right. I'm out. Yo, I I think that I, me personally, if I'm at a, if I'm out at a restaurant and I'm eat, I got my my burger, my fries, or whatever I'm ordering. I don't want to look over and see you shaking your ass, miss. I'm personally, I'm tired of seeing people shake women shake their ass. Period. I don't want to see it for I'd at least a year. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sick. I'm um, sick of seeing it. But shit. also, you go on the brunch. You go on the brunch. I don't want to see that should... shit at my brunch. And if, if not, if it's a party setting where it's like brunch and a crowd, and you know, if it's that setting, then of course. But if it's a that restaurant was a setting, setting though. I that didn't was see, a I see setting. The, the part that I, the video I seen. I don't know if it's more than one video or not, but the video it's I like seen, they were like, they were all I seen was just the restaurant with the tables and people sitting down. No, nah, he seen. had a major DJ. That's why he had to. Talk, that's why he had to tell a DJ that he couldn't even talk over his own DJ. It was so loud. Remember he was healing the video. He was like, "Yo, cut the music," because his DJ was so loud. It was a party atmosphere. You got Duce bottle cocktails. You got shots and watermelons. He's hollowed. He's hollowed out of all the Negro spirituals. You done hollowed out watermelons and put shots into it. So wait, was there security there? Yeah. So this is so this is another thing. If you are the owner of an establishment, you don't. That's allegedly classy. Yeah, that's not you don't handle that that way. That's exactly what you have security for. Excuse me. Tell them go over there and tell them they can't do that in here. Please and thank you. That's it. Bottom, and that's all and that's the way. bottom line. And, wh and whoever Period. else is doing it, yo, we're not doing that in here. Y'all can go outside or go to the other section, but not here. Cool. And that you don't go viral by cussing yeah, everybody out there and kicking them I out. Mess, I ain't messing with him at all. You, all women respect yourselves. And I doubt he would have did this. I bet if I got I bet you if a bunch of cap was a stroll and he wouldn't have said nothing. He only did it because a bunch of girls. That's all. I got. But you, I, think, you know? I think he was just offended at the ass shaking part. I think no, that, if, if they would, even if they were just up on a little cool two step type joint, he probably. But do like, you ah. think if a group of guys was dancing, he would have came out and said, "Shut the f up" or whatever to a group of guys? He wouldn't have said "shut the f up." Probably. Okay, thank you. I'm like, the approach is different because I doubt he said that. Speaking of approaches, speaking of difference, the Sixers. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, we are doing transactions. Isaiah Joe, like we said when I video the Splash Brother, he signed yeah, a three-year deal. It's a minimal deal, but it's still a three-year deal. Usually, rookie's second-round pick will get a two-year deal, something like that. Yeah. But it's a three-year deal. The first years really are combined. Like yep. You know I love them. The first you two years it. are combined. Yep. You put him on my radar, so I ain't even going. I'm going to give you props. First two years combined $2.4 million. that are fully guaranteed, which is cool. The third year becomes fully guaranteed the opening night of the 22 to 2023 season. In other news, the preseason is upon us. The preseason is a, a week away. Uh, the Sixers open the preseason. I'm hype about that. I ain't going to lie to you. Actual, actual. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie to you. 
where you start the preseason on December 15th in a 7.30 national televised game with TNT against the hated Boston Celtics. And then following on that Friday, December 18th, we play the Indiana Pacers. So that's pretty much two Eastern Conference divisional opponents in this yeah. two-game preseason. What are your thoughts on the preseason schedule? Do you you, you like the opponents they chose? Is it you know, is, is that going to be a good test for us? Yeah, I'm excited about the preseason because I feel like I, I want to see how they're going to come out. So I want to see some intensity. This is the team that swept y'all, you know, and they've been on top of y'all for like the last seven years, to be honest. So I want to see how they're going to come out. I want to see they got a new head coach, a new team. I'm not going to lie. I know we say this every single year, and I know <laughs> we Ben Simmons always get his hype with the, the shooting videos and all the bullshit he likes to do. But what I'm most, most excited about, I'm excited to see Simmons this year. I'm excited to see Simmons not be not. I don't think he's going to start shooting. I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm not even worried about him shooting. I'm at, I want to see him at least be more be more aggressive consistently. That's what I want to see yeah. from Ben. I want to see him be more aggressive through a whole 48 minutes. If I can see that, I'll be happy. But no, I'm excited. I think the Celtics is a perfect matchup for our first yeah. game. And I think the pace is going to be a, a good test as well. But um, I'm excited about it, man. And plus, yeah, whatever is going to divert my attention from these crummy Eagles, Who? let's do it. Let's get it. <laughs> Exactly. Never heard. Of, never heard of him. Sorry to that man. Uh, <laughs> I, I am a schedule to me. It's a good test. I like this divisional. I'm excited to actually watch Maxi just because our depth guard rotation has been atrocious. And I know they said Shake he gained 15 pounds of muscle. We'll say I don't know what that means. So did I, Shake. Um, so did I. <laughs> exactly. Everybody got quarantine pounds, pal. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I, it's so important that backup guard position. How our depth is going to really see how our season goes. So I'm really interested in how we use Maxi, what we're going to do with him. I did see the Christmas schedule came out. We're not in the Christmas schedule. We have nope. no televised game, national televised game for Christmas, nope. which means the league doesn't give it about the Sixers at and all. And I'm not mad. And I'm not no, mad. I, I don't feel exactly. disrespected. None of that. I don't think is they it, don't deserve it. Not yet. No. Right? They don't deserve Especially it. when you said with the Ben Simmons videos. I'm like, I'm happy he didn't post anything. I haven't seen Ben Simmons do nothing besides get that Forbes 30 and 30 thing. And it was, it was a nice sweater he had on. But I we see ain't seen it. <laughs> no workout video and nothing, and I'm good. My dad, you know who my dad's happy to see? Happy to see? Who? The boy Paul Reed. Why? The, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is a direct quote from my, my dad. You ready for this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, ready. Let me take a sip of my bourbon when I say this. My dad said, "The min minimum floor for Reed. The minimum floor. This is a base. He he, he at, at worst he's gonna be this. It's Siakam. His ceiling is Kevin Garnett." Okay. <laughs> I had I told him to repeat it to me slowly. <laughs> I just want to know what makes him like what does he what does he see that I don't? He said it's athleticism, he says tenacity, his his ability to finish at the rim, the aggression, his his foot his foot quickness. He was doing he had a whole riff. I don't know if it was the Duce jumping out or what, but you know, he said his minimum floor is Siakam and his ceiling, his ceiling. <laughs> Is Garnett? He does he know Kevin Garnett is a Hall of Famer? You know that? Does he know Siakam was an All Star? I'm like, <laughs> so I was, I was like, so I'm like, listen. I'm like, he's a current All Star. I'm like, I don't know what you talking about. Listen, I love you. So I was in there laughing at him. I love you, Dad. Yeah, but no, no. <laughs> his I don't minimum see that floor, at all. Like I'm like, well, sir, his minimum floor is Lamar Jackson. His ceiling is Joe Montana. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like what? It's like night and day. A current star and then an all legend. Like, what? Yeah, like, what? So, you know, that's what he's looking forward to see. And helming the team will be Doc Rivers. And he actually had some, a few things to say this week. Press conference came out. He talked about Ben Simmons and Embiid about that floor IQ, which we don't, a lot of people don't actually don't talk about their intelligence 
when it comes to the to the floor because obviously I don't know if you you know you feel like it, but then put it in categories of being so young players, so you don't actually yeah. you don't feel like when you talk about players in the league who have this IQ who sees the, see the game a certain way, they're not the first people that come to you. Maybe they should. I saw Ben talk a lot more in timeouts and then when we had like quick huddles. Yeah, he was talking a lot last year. That's something. See, that's something. I, that's something I didn't catch. And I was like, well, I guess he stepped up. And so Doc Rivers said, I love what they bring. They are both brilliantly smart basketball players, highly intelligent. That's really going to help our growth and our process in learning the offense. So he's been around them for well, training camp what? start this week. A few months. And he's, Not saying, even. and he's saying that they're smart. On the offense, he's like, I guarantee you, you're going to see a lot more pick and rolls and a lot more pick and rolls with Ben and Joel. Thank God. Because why would you not have these two guys who are consistently in the paint, running screens off of each other and making crazy space with their actual bodies? I don't know, Brett. Oh, look, we're not doing that. We're not going back. We're not going to do it. We're back. not even going to do it. Let's focus <laughs> on the prize, baby. <laughs> and he also said about Ben Simmons, I don't care about Ben shooting as, as much as other people seem to. If he takes no threes, I'm fine. If he takes 10 threes, I'm fine. I'm going to give him the keys. He wants Ben to play free. Have you seen anything pertaining to like the starting lineup? Like if the, if it's, if Ben's going to be the one or the stretch four? No, four, I, I mean? don't think we're going to see that. I'm assuming he's the one. He's not he, the way he's talking. I'm like, he's not talking about somebody as a four. If I'm giving you the keys. You're driving it. The driver of the offense is the point guard, is the guard. Yeah, man. I, I just hate you're driving the offense at the four. No, yeah, you're right. I just hate the I hate to hear, but then you got people. I don't, I don't know because then you got players like Rondo, who was an amazing point guard throughout his career and, and couldn't shoot, uh, he couldn't throw a rock. In I the don't ocean. care. And this this brings me to the question because he obviously said I don't care if he takes one zero three t- threes or, or ten threes, threes yeah. which I agree by the way because yeah. a lot's been made about Ben Simmons shooting. You know, you look about this team's offense. I personally think he he has to shoot to be successful because I think people get caught up in this Golden State shooting scenario, the Houston scenario, and they they get frustrated with our spacing last year and they're like, oh, our spacing was so horrible. Our spacing was horrible because he will not who will not be named was horrible. Baltimore. When you bring in Seth Curry. When you bring in Danny Green, you have different spacing. Our spacing was a lot better with J.J. Reddick because we had shooters. We are going to have this space because we have shooters now. So Ben's job will operate completely different in his offense than you've seen him operate before under Brett. The spacing is going to be developed because you have the best, the number two shooting, three-point shooter of all time in NBA history <laughs> out there on the wing. Fucking GOAT. That's Let's call him what it is, the GOAT. The best curry. You know what I'm saying? The best curry. We ain't going to act and crazy. So, like, I, I agree with Doc. I don't care if he shoots. I need him to be an effective scorer. Yeah. If he gives me 28 points a night and it's a predominantly in the paint, if they're doing the pick and roll, please, my hands to, to God or Oprah or Rihanna or Beyonce, whoever you got to pray to, please do that. Because it's as long as you're effective scoring. So to me, like, let me ask you, if you take the scoring out of it or you want to, if you want to keep it in or not, what are some things that this team offensively needs? Because people will say, well, because I saw a tweet the other day. I was going back and forth on Twitter, and they were like, Ben has to shoot for us to win a championship. I'm like, first of all, the, LeBron's still in the West. I don't know who went in the championship. And LeBron, LeBron, some of start shooting. But do you feel like that's – if it's not Ben shooting, that's make or a break for this offense, which I don't think it is. What is something you think has to happen I think for the Sixers to be successful offensively? I think – I don't think Ben needs to start – so to think that with the – I think the wording is what gets me. He doesn't have to shoot threes at all. I don't need I don't need Ben Simmons to sh- attempt a three this whole season. What I would like him to start doing is mm-hmm. the little them them fifteen to twelve footers. Those, yeah, if it's there. But I think they should get. And I, I like what he said about the pick and roll stuff. That's more so half court game, the half court ball, and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think they'll be most productive in transition, like uh, transition buckets, transition scoring, and defense. 
because we yeah. we not we're not like a super super young team, but we are a young team. And I think the name of the game then was running, like run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Run. So you think a key a key will be tempo, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And then this, and we said before Ben being effective. My keys are Embiid showing the hell up, um, consistent every night, consistently every showing night. up. Yeah, balance when it comes to. I don't want to be a team that's top offensive efficiency and we can't defend. Like I don't want to be Houston. That would literally drive me crazy. <laughs> I would. Yeah. And I don't want to be a team that's crazy good defensively, but we can't, can't score. score. Yeah. Oh, my God. We need to be top 10 in both to be successful. We have to be balanced. And the third thing I would say is the shooters just show up because we can't have a scenario. The whole spacing thing and Embiid and Simmons actually flourishing or him giving him the keys and all that stuff. You give you the keys to a geo prism if the shooters don't work because mm-hmm. the spacing's off. Seriously. And so we we tried to do it last year with Quirk Mods when we tried to create a shooter like Seth Curry. Danny Green, I guess he's gonna try to do it with you know. You ain't got, backup you don't got no faith in Danny. How much faith you got in Danny on a scale of one to ten? Uh, I got as much faith in Danny as I do Trump winning the twenty twenty election right now. It's <laughs> is December <laughs> after so, we've certified maybe a good no tw- chance zero. <laughs> I just don't want to be my starter. So the shooters have to show up because uh, all the all, start. Yeah, every everything everything folds if the shooters don't show up. The spacing and B oh, yeah. and Simmons actually flourishing, it, it it will not matter. And we've obviously been in scenarios where you've had shooters come to a team or whatever, and then they just don't. I mean, Danny Danny Green, he was he went to LA to be a shooter, and he was he didn't he didn't no. have the year they thought he was. Gonna have. Yeah, but you, I then then I take an, an account for that is the LeBron effect. If you think about it, LeBron changes everybody's game. Think about like when Chris Bosh went there, Kevin Love. They weren't the same players. I mean, Kevin Love was averaging like twenty something rebounds. He turned but to a three point shooter. Don't great players feed off each other? Like he, AD is fun. I think it's a matter of yeah. Mediocre but if you players. notice, AD, AD plays a lot, a lot um out of the paint now. He was, he was, he was always shot the ball, but now it's like he's hardly ever in the paint anymore. It's because he, he was never in the paint anyway. He a finesse big man. No, yeah, no. But before he would still get rebounds and easy buckets. If you see, if you look, watch him play now in LA, it's none of that. I think LeBron changes your game. How does LeBron affect your ability to your your three point percentage to go down? I don't think he does. I think Danny Green was just he, he's mediocre. Yeah, he, listen, listen. I ain't stand, I ain't <laughs> stepping up for Danny Green. I ain't. You know what I mean? It's a little different for some for most guys. That's all. I would love Danny to prove me wrong. I just don't need this thirty year old. Like, come on. He better prove me wrong. You're you here. You're here by default. Rolling. You're literally the factory settings. <laughs> um, you are the user user player, and they haven't created a player yet. Right Seriously. now, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're the factory radio in a car. But that's like I guess that's my that's my things. We have the shooters have to show up and be like we don't go anywhere without be not being dominant. And I think you know, you had a few people say, oh, he's he's focused and la 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 la. He's been focused. The, he's, we've been here yeah. for ages now. It's like uh, he, I'm, he just hoping that, I'm just hoping that now that he actually has a uh, that we know for sure who is a, a, a good coach, he's putting instilling something in him. And I like that he's been he's been like the one of the only guys who's been at the actual building working. So I'm, what else he gonna do? I'm hoping gonna, I'm just hoping that, that he gives is he, he's able to give him something that actually that like, wakes him up. I feel like they brought his best friend back. Who? Justin Anderson. Whatever. Play ball, <laughs> man. Play ball. You get paid millions of dollars. Play ball. <laughs> They brought Carson best friend back. Uh, what happened? Exactly. What happened? <laughs> Not a damn thing. Speaking of Carson, I mean that's all we have to say about six right now. But speaking of Carson, oh, I God. guess we got to go to the to the tragedy that is do the we Eagles. Have to? Yeah, we do actually, because <laughs> we got some things to say. Um, talk about. So you know, 
Well, we haven't recorded since the the Browns game. And I want to say a few things real quick because I remember before the Browns game, <clears throat> somebody, <clears throat> somebody was all like, I think the Giants game is going to, they're going to use it as motivation and their mama bring, ringing a dinner bell. And, <laughs> and they were going to use it as motivation to go out there and do something. And I was sitting here looking at you like, man, I don't know what time <laughs> you on, but it ain't mine. I told you these bums gonna be bums. A bum will always a loser will find a way to lose. I told you don't put get don't give me your heart. Don't ever <laughs> get these clowns your heart. You sitting there out there giving me the Rudy Rudiger speech or the Andy Gibbons Sunday speech. It's like one inch, <laughs> and you telling me how they go. I'm like no, Man. like this this is the worst team in the league. I kept telling you what I'm supposed to say. I gotta be optimistic. If I ain't optimistic, shoot me in the What's face. This, this is not the sound. That's the sound of blackness. They stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Shit, I need some help. So after Sean said they was gonna come out here and be warriors, we lost to the Browns. 22 to 17. Carson wins 21 to 35, 235 yards, two TDs, two horrible picks. Miles Sanders, 16 carries, 66 yards. Dallas Goddard, five catches for 77 yards, one TD. And Jeff Lurie and I skipped the game. Uh you didn't watch the game? Jeff, no, I told I texted you when I was at, I was at Michael's craft store. Oh, yeah, uh, you did say that. You did say that. <laughs> I watched half a part of the game and, you know, they said Jeff skipped the game and Jeff was talking about he skipped it because his mama, you know, he didn't want to get her sick. Let me just be, uh, can I ask you something, Sean? Has COVID not been around since March? Since, like, December, de- no, it's been around since December since we knew about it. Um, we recognize it as a country when in January, February, we closed down. And we're, all this to say, your mama <laughs> could have got exposed this whole time, but I didn't keep you from the, keep you from, um, the draft situations, and they keep you from the whole offseason when you was at the facility. It didn't keep keep you from shaking people. Jalen Rager's hand. You still went around. You still went and got her apple pie afterwards. You got her apple pie after the Washington game. You sat there after the Cowboys game and had probably had cornbread. But now all of a sudden, you, you're going to go around your oh, Come on, Jeff. Yeah, Just say you didn't want to be there. I'd rather you be honest. And be like, I didn't want to watch that shit show. On, on, yeah, that's I exactly. Ain't, I ain't you're a billionaire. It. Can you imagine putting a billion? If you're a billionaire, you put million, This is hundreds of millions of dollars on the field right now. They burning your money. They burning your money. They it's like they playing in your face, literally. They, they burning your money. Of course you don't want to watch that. Of course you don't watch that. And I get it because when I was in, when I was when I missed the first half and Michael's Craster were getting my Christmas wreath, my Christmas decoration. Shout out. <sighs> I I mean I was at such peace. My I felt like my credit score went up three hundred points. Just not you know <laughs> the feeling of that. Just I was at such peace. I was champagne mentally. So Jeff, I get it. <laughs> I understand. Don't lie to all these people. Yeah, you, yeah, I read. You didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to watch it. I told you the other day. I can't believe that I I wake up every Sunday and intentionally watch bad football. Like I make the choice to watch bad football every single Sunday. It's, it's abysmal. After Jeff skipped the Browns game, as he should, as I did, I, I, I watched the second. I watched the second half. And I, kinda, I, saw, I, yeah, I was I like came, in and out of the second half. I watched. I did watch the first I half. I saw cars. I thought I picked six more stuff, like more life. <laughs> I saw all the things, and you know, it, we was never in it. You know, Doug going for two all the time, as per his usual, on the the dumbest stuff I've seen in my life. But after that, you would think that it, you would think, well, we can't keep losing, right, Sean? Like you would think, oh, we got we're gonna go against the Seahawks. We lost them five years in a row. Five years in a they ended row. They in the playoffs. We at home, and then for me, I'm sorry, I don't even mean to cut you off, go ahead, Ken. Go ahead. But for go ahead. me, it's like if I'm Carson Wentz, and I'm like, yo, the last time I seen these guys. I, I went out and he beat us. So now I want to come out. I want to make a statement. You know what I'm saying? Coach, like, let's put, put some put some plays together. Let's score this first drive. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to put some points on the board. Let's be aggressive. It's like they came out 
so flat. Carson didn't do anything different. Doug didn't call a game anything. Actually, Doug did it something. He did do something different. He only ran the ball six times. That, that was different. That was new. I wasn't surprised. It's so frustrating watching this watching this team weekend and out. I, I honestly think that if I'm going to keep watching the Eagles this season, I'm going to have to start doing hard drugs. I'm gonna have to. It's the only way I'm gonna make it through. <laughs> and, and as you alluded to, Carson Wentz was our actual leading rusher in the season. Are you serious? I didn't know that. I'm going to go through it. We lost 23 to 17. 23 to 17. Carson Wentz was 22 of 45. 45 pass attempts. Of course, when you're, when you're, 45 you pass attempts. He's having, he's having the, literally the worst season of his career. 45 passing attempts. Two touchdowns, one interception. That was that miscommunication with Dallas Goddard. He led the team in rushing to five carries for 42 <laughs> yards. We already said Miles Sanders had six carries for 15 yards. DK Metcalf torches for 10 of, receptions for 177 after the game uh you know jim schwartz said about the matchup and his decision to keep slay 101 if i had given slay help on metcalf we wouldn't have been able to contain wilson scrambles lock it or the run game slay did well enough to keep us in the game russell wilson only rushed for 12 yards tyler lockett had 23 yards chris carson rushed for 40 yards so that was his logic the tight ends combined with the eagles for 128 yards and one touchdown being for with goddard now, before I go on, Jim's 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 uh, actual explanation of the Metcalf situation. No. You agree or not agree? Hell no, because that's your job to figure that out. That's your job. If we if we being honest, Russell Wilson rushed for twelve yards that game. Okay. Now, if you want to say yes, yeah, because I had a spy, or okay. So in the second in the second half, when you look back and you say, in the first half, when you look back and you say, okay, uh, Metcalf is killing. He's not killing. He wasn't actually. And I want to shout out Slay because he didn't do a bad job. No, I, and I agree with what he said. I said he did. I think Slate played well enough to the defense. Slate played well enough to win the game. Slate, Slate, they went, it wasn't bad coverage. All, it was he was stride for stride with them. They fought. He's. It's a matter of he was in phase every time. He's just bigger and stronger was, than him. That's, that's it. That's all it was. That's all that happened. And I think even on that play on the side, I think if he did give Slate help, it would have it, it would have it, it may have changed some things. It may have changed some things. And if Russell starts killing you scrambling then all right yeah i'm not mad at you spying him but Correct. we gotta at least try this out and help our guy out to give us a chance and see what's going Correct. on you didn't even try Correct. I that's I agree with that. Like you have a game plan. You said, you know what? I'm not gonna let Russell. I'm not gonna let Lockett because our slot corners has been horrible. Avanti right. Max has been garbage. I'm not gonna let that happen. The rush defense has been lax the last two weeks. I'm gonna make sure this doesn't happen. When you start seeing Fletcher Cox is playing dominant, Derek Barnett and the defensive line is playing dominant. So the the defensive line is doing a job enough to contain the rush as as they are. Well, you see Russell Wilson. I mean, the Seahawks pretty much. Well, against a against an average team, the Seahawks would have lost. Yes, yes, yes. The, the Seahawks should have lost last they night. They were the... horrible. They played down to us. They they could have been had. I was not impressive. I think I texted you. I was like, how did they win seven games? Yeah, they, they looked it horrible. Didn't impressive at all. So that point was just like Russell's not on tonight. The offense isn't on tonight. So I just felt like if that's the case, I'm going to stop the matchup that's killing me. That's to me. That's bracket coverage. Sense. Yeah. And like you said, if Russell, if the run, if the run starts working. I mean, Russell tried to keep the ball. It didn't work. Like I said, he had a twelve yards he rushing. Tried. He tried, and it wasn't always spies. It was the defensive line. It was, it was, it was Derek Barnett. It was Fletcher Cox. It wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't the linebackers per se. T.J. Edwards cracked in that one time yeah. when he ran up the middle. Yeah. That was a spy play. But a lot of it was just immediate penetration. Yeah. And so to me, I'm just like, I want to go with what our defensive line played dominant. We played on the other side of the ball a lot. We moved them off the spot a lot. Just with the, the four rushers. I'm going to go with the matchup that's up there, 177 yards. He had over 100 yards in the first yeah, man. half. He, 
You got to do was, something. It, it was expected. You, that's what I'm exactly I'm saying. You got to do something. So what do you just watch yourself die slowly and not make any adjustments? And then to me, honestly, then to me too, you might not agree with this, but to me that kind of falls on Doug too because it's like I, I'm, this, I'm the head coach. Yo, he put somebody else on him. Help him out. Keep a safety over there. Oh no, nah, you gotta be. You gotta. Can, can, I don't agree. At the end of the day, my voice is the last voice everybody hears. You know why? You know you why? Gotta you know why? About that. You can't I, just let that slide. You know what? I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But can you imagine being Jim Schwartz? Your defense virtually pitching in a shutout generally in the first quarter and first two quarters, and a bum who is out there coaching a team who can't get yardage is going to come to me and say, "Hey, Jim." Why don't you yeah, do your job, Doug? That's what I, I would, would tell that man. I would, like I, I get what you're saying, and I because he's a head coach, I 100 agree with you. And Jim would have to fall in line if he came to him as a man and said, "Listen, shade him." But the reality is, you don't know what the hell That's you're real. talking about. You don't know what the That's hell real. you're talking about. How am I going to sit there and let a serial cheater give me marriage <laughs> advice? Your offense came out here. We had negative four yards in the first quarter. Negative. See, we didn't gain a yard. And you come to me and say, "Hey, he just about Metcalf." Can you get right? Can you gain one yard, please? <laughs> yeah. We stopped two fourth down conversions in the first. And one quarter was on the goal line. They 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 didn't they didn't even score a touchdown in that first quarter. We, I did my job as a defense coordinator. Do not come to me when I sat there and watched Kendall Hilton, who's not even a quarterback for the De- who's a receiver for the Denver Broncos. They get gain twenty six yards in the first three drives at least. We scored, we got negative five in the first three drives, and you're gonna come to me when a when a receiver, a practice squad receiver turned quarterback gives you more yardage than you. You come to me and talk about oh, we, what's the game plan? What's your game plan? What's not changing your resume? Woo! Yep. If I against the thirty against second the ring worst defense. defense in the league, these are the worst group of guys that you can go against, and you can't get a yard <laughs> in the first quarter. This is the, the worst, literally, not even joking. They're literally the worst group of guys that you can go against. 32 out of And you can gain a yard. And the only, and you know what else makes me mad? I'm not even, the F and score. The score makes me so angry. Do you know why? The, the next day, yesterday after the game, the game was Monday. I went to my dad's house on Tuesday. He said, damn, did y'all have a chance to win that game the other night? I said, what are you talking about? He said, I fell asleep. I'm not seeing it. it was 23-17. Oh, no, buddy. Oh, no. We had no, <laughs> no. chance. We had no we'll chance. Slaughter. Richard Rodgers caught we'll a Hail Mary. Okay? Thank you. And he messed up, he messed up the point spread. Me included. Me included. <laughs> yes. I took the Seahawks minus six and a half. Yes, I did. Like, it's crazy. Like, so, no. And that's what really makes me mad because now it looks like, oh, they had a fighting chance. They stood in there. No, they didn't. They went out there and laid down like some dead dogs. Dogs that they are. Dogs. Bunch of Jesus, bums. Christmas. Let me. And so you sit in there. We, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll get into everything else, like I said. But as far as that game, like we'll reiterate, negative four yards in the first quarter, 139 offensive yards to the Seahawks in the first quarter. Travis Fogum played 52% of the snaps, his lowest rate since joining the Eagles. When you watch these two games, what are your thoughts on the game plan, how I run the ball, going for two constantly? I think Doug is completely lost. I think he's completely lost. I yeah. think he's outthinking himself. I don't think he can get into any rhythm yep. play calling. I think he – and honestly, I know how he feels, but give the play calling up. I feel like you got, as, a head, as a head coach, it's like being a, a man of the house, right? It's like I'm, a, I'm, I'm responsible for this woman and these kids in this house. Okay, so whatever happens, I gotta make decisions for the greater good. Okay, I gotta make decisions for the greater good. In my mind, in my ego, I gotta put my ego to the side and say, you know what? Yeah, we know you can play. We know you can call plays, but it's not happening right now. Deuce, 
What you got? Somebody, what you got? Why not say, let's listen, Deuce, I'm gonna let you call the game today. This week, place is on you. If it don't work out, then I'm doing okay, it and I'm back in line. But you gotta at least give it a try. I feel like he's just sh- sh- dragging this down a, a dark hall and there's no light in sight. And he's no. not giving it up, by the way. He said in the press conference, yeah, no. I'm not giving it up. He said if I felt like we were in destitute or we got we were in a bad situation, then I would consider it. What and are now, we getting down to? If you'd asked me this last week, I would have said no, I don't think Doug should lose his job. But when you're doing stuff like that, you're uh, asking to lose your job. It's yeah. like you you it's like we yeah. the goal is to win. That's a to me, that's an ego thing. No, nah, I'm gonna keep calling the please. That's your mm-hmm. ego, bro. You put that aside, man. We're trying to win. Yep. Let's let somebody else get a crack at calling these yep. games. That's that's what needs to happen. Yep. So I talked Ooh. to the Lord. What did um, you say back? The Lord told me Jake Elliott would not see heaven. Oh um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Avante Maddox <laughs> will not see heaven. Um, oh damn. These, these people will not see heaven. Uh, I have been assured this. I got. I just gotta say those two things because I, as you know, Jake Elliott has pissed us both off all year. I don't know why he got the job. Maddox is a bum. Yes, he is. Overall, those two games, it's infuriating to me the mental errors that we have. Kelsey snaps the interception against the Seahawks. Dallas Goddard doesn't know he needs to go out or in. Do you think they should have took three there? Uh, I always said they should have took three. I never agree with any of Doug's two point conversions. No, that was the probably that the barely since the 49ers game. When crossing through the pick in the end zone. Which one? The, <laughs> when crossing through the pick in the end zone on a fourth down play, I believe. Yeah, it was fourth down play. Fourth and yeah, four. Yeah, that was the fourth and and, and 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 yeah, it was fourth down and uh Goddard should have went out, but he went in. These these mental errors, Carson's progressions, the play calls. It infuriates me that we're into multiple years into this regime. These are not new players. Goddard's been here for how many years? Carson's been here for how many years? So, so forth. People don't know the plays. So the basic things. Jason Kelsey, to me, is having his worst year as an Eagle, personally. And, you know, I'm sitting here watching early the, the Ravens-Steelers game. They got a third third center in there. They were, they were fine. fine. Yo, they didn't miss a beat. Miles Sanders, six carries when he was second in the NFL in average per rush. How – I don't care if you had the worst um, running back. How are you not running the ball? Yeah. That's like that's Thank like football one on one. The best way to help your struggling quarterback is to run the ball. Travis Fogum playing less snaps than Alshon Bum Jeffrey, who would who in literally a matter of months will be evicted from wherever place he resides in this region because he will not be an eagle. No. This is what I mean by the stupidity. The the forced Jalen Hurts nonsense. Even at all with these plays that I said for the past two weeks, because we, we're talking about both the Browns and the Seagulls game, both the force, even the force him on the field is a damn joke. Yeah, the play calling is horrible. He's a joke, Doug. At first, I've been saying for two weeks, get the play calling up, get the play calling up, get the play calling up. Of course, now I want you in the homeless encampments on the Parkway. Seriously, seriously, get away from my. Because to me, like you said about pride, if you can't put your ego aside for the betterment of your team. You cannot sit here and talk to me about, you know, that you don't feel like I'll get a play calling up if we get into a bad situation. Is that? Whoa, 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 Doug, come on. He didn't say that. Did he say that? Yeah. Well, what the fuck is a bad situation? He said he. it's always great to have an extra pair of eyes to look on things. But I, if we get into a bad situation, we get into, if I get into dire straits offense, then, then we'll do that. Like he's talking about for desperate times, he would get another pair of eyes. We are desperate. Guys, are you, you, are you, are in are you a feel desperate, streak? Candace? I yes. feel pretty desperate. We're in a losing streak. We're going to play. We play the first place Seahawks. We're about to play the first place Packers. We can keep going. And the way you're about to get screwed, we might as well get some money on nightstand in the next couple of games. Listen, I'm thinking. <laughs> so for I'm you to sit the there. Packers and, money line. For you to, 
I'm taking a pay cut everything. <laughs> and and when I, when I say that, I mean, and let's talk about your leadership. The entire team has regressed. Yeah. Who on the Eagles right now has gotten better the last two years? Nobody. Maybe Josh Sweat. He's probably Maybe. and this you know me how I feel about Josh. He's probably the only one. He's probably the only player. Yeah. He's probably the only yeah. Miles Sanders. So so when your team Miles and Sanders with no hands, when your team <laughs> communally regresses, that's also leadership. Everybody is worse. Yeah. You're a pro, all pro center. You're a pro bowl quarterback. You're receiving core. Yeah. You're you're everybody is worse. And then the, everybody keeps saying, "Oh, uh, he has he doesn't this person's out. He doesn't have any receivers. He doesn't have any this any of that." If you want to be honest, when has he ever? Let's get into it. We'll talk about the receivers and everything else because we, we can break these numbers down Please. right now. When's current passer rating is seventy three point four. After twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen, he averaged a passer rating of ninety eight point three. Wow. That's a twenty four point nine drop. The only person in NFL history with similar statistical drop in their eight in the in the there's he's the only one in his twenties who has that kind of drop. Wow. Ever. The only similar and we crunch the numbers here. We crunch the numbers ahead yeah. in the the only yeah, person with a similar drop in year total as Carson Wentz has had from the from the ninety eight point three to a 73.4 is Brett Favre two thousand ten season where he was forty one years old. <laughs> oh man, River Brett. Thank you so much. I put I'm put yo I, I put I put a lot of that on Doug man. The hand in hand with these was a drop off. The sack totals twenty sixteen was thirty three sacks. Twenty seventeen thirty one our best year the least, the least sacks duh. 2018, 37 sex. 2019 was 30, was 33. And right now in 2020, we're at 46 sex. Mm. So we're not even at the end of the year. How many and games we got left? What week is it? We coming up on week 13? So what we got? Four yeah. weeks left? 111 quarterback hits so far in 2020. Jesus. So as you can see That's about that Brett Favre dip. That's a lot of hits. That Brett Favre dip is 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 analogous with the fact that the protection. Obviously, you talk about the dip. Well, He's getting sacked way more, and in counting, by the way, in counting, we're at forty six in counting because it ain't gonna stop. Offensively, eighth in NFL on pass attempts right now. We are ranked eighth in NFL on pass attempts. We are thirty first in yards per play. Mm, that is, you pass the ball eighth most in anybody in NFL, and you literally are second to last in yards per play. That's just we're we're twenty eighth in rush attempts, twenty eighth in rush attempts, and we're third in yards per rush. <laughs> That is the <laughs> yo. That lit, does he? That I wonder if Doug gets these numbers. Is this anybody on the team to. that says, "Yo, listen, 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 listen"? We pass the ball more than damn near anybody in the league. We're in the top ten of passing, but we're in the thirty first in yardage gained. Listen, we run the ball the least, but when we do run it, niggas fucking lit. <laughs> we third, we third. It's lit. We top three, but you know what? We third you know in the league. That's good information. I don't think Carson's going to throw the ball 45 times this week. I see something. Get him out the room. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to him. I don't want to talk football with Doug Peterson. And I'm going to tell you, I watched Carson press conference. I didn't watch press conference in weeks. So I said they all lying to me. They all lying to me. What am I going to be lied to? What am I going to be lied to for? On purpose. Look at my ex CBJ if he's, if he's faithful. No. <laughs> so I'm going to sit there and watch press conference for. So I put it on. And I, you know, Carson was missing the run game like 20 times. I was counting. Seriously? <laughs> it's pretty clear. He's on some. If y'all run the fucking ball. Yo, like, run the ball, bro. Because if, if you're a quarterback, he need to do some Willie Beeman type. Like, what happened? What he call? No, we're not running that. Listen, Booby, you off tackle, right side. Look, I mean, you got me out here in shotgun. Australian sec rugby player at tackle, and a back the third string right guard at right tackle. And you got me at shotgun predominantly. You're not rolling me out. You're not moving pocket. You got me predominantly at shotgun, where I'm sitting there getting teed off on, and I'm a statue because I'm in shotgun, and I got a running back 
just having an all NFL type year and averages and everything else. And you sitting there telling me, you know, just drop back, just drop back 40, 50 times. Well, like this was the week for me. This this was the week. You know how everybody got that point in a relationship when it's like, oh, I know I should probably leave, but uh, maybe I just want to work it out or I don't want to leave him yet. I'm still kind of stuck to him. This was my week. This was the detachment. Mm-hmm. This is what I needed to detach. Get Doug out of here. Yep. Get him out. Because my cast, my Cassie because vibes. Before lovely. before this week, if anybody, would ask, I would have said, Nah, don't don't fire him yet. Three years ago, we just won a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, don't don't fire him yet. You know, we'll they'll figure it out. He's it's no way. He's a moron. Yep, he's, he's a an moron. Idiot. This is the only it's the only logical explanation. You're, you're that was a you don't second. have common sense, sir. I'm sorry <laughs> to be the one to break this to you, but you don't have common sense. Not when it comes to that football. That was a 30-second ranked defense. That was the worst defense we'll see all year. Yes. Yes. You had the, yes. You, had the you had the third average per rusher in the NFL. And you didn't take advantage of that. Defense. And you didn't take advantage of that. You know why? Because you, you want to call the plays. Because you want to call the plays. Well, guess what, Doug? You, got, you know, I just realized we got the Mad King as a play caller. Oh, my God. <laughs> he bought goodness. the burners off. Oh. We got the Mad King as a play call. He wants to burn us all with a wildfire. Yo. He wants to take us all down. Oh, my goodness. Where is Jamie Lannister when you need him? <laughs> we want the Mad King as a We're going to go down with this ship. He's going to burn <laughs> us with a wildfire. It's over. Doug said play call or die. <laughs> and we're going to die. We did. Oh, my God. We're going to bust the gates wide open. Listen, man. We also are, are number one in the league in drop passes with 29. And I think Miles Sanders had 20 of them the other night. It's not, it's not all great guys across NFL. You know, we we think we're a joke, but there are team there are teams out there who have a whole other construct on Carson Wentz cuz of course it's been Carson Wentz badgering Jalen Hurts, Sidney Mario, everything else. So ESPN went to NFL execs across the league this week. And they said, what do you think about Carson Wentz? And this is what they came back and said with it. If available, Carson Wentz would garner more interest than any other quarterback available. One NFL exec said putting Wentz in the system that uses his, mo- his mobility as a weapon is critical. So somebody just thought, if you have a mobile quarterback whose best pe- throwability is to throw on a run and a strong it arm, be, move him up the it pocket. It might be pretty cool to put that to use. Mm. Yeah, I'll probably go try that. If I have a sprinter, I don't do cross-country running. Genius. Genius. Okay, great. The NFL GM said, get him out, move move him, simplify things with lots of play action, and he can thrive. That's one NFL GM. NFL defensive coordinator, he's got all tools. That's still obvious. He still scares you more than most quarterbacks. He's trying to make plays that aren't there. And NFL exec says, he's pressing because he doesn't trust his players around him. And to me, his coach probably. <laughs> and then you mix in the play calls. So they, this, this NFL exec went straight at Doug. Yeah, like. And you mix in the play calls and the checks. That's a lot. I think once we have more success than golf in the Rand system because of all the bootlegs they run. Yeah. And one NFL exec said on drafting Hurts, which is a straight shot to Howie and his stupidity. All around, everything Carson gained over Nick, everything he fought for the past for the past to get to this point, you pulled him right back. Essentially, with that draft pick is what they're saying. Yeah. Here's your franchise quarterback, the guy you pay a lot of money to long term, and he's having to prove himself all over again, which is literally what's happening. How much, if you look at it, Sean, because you know you see the rest of the NFL, because you know we're in it. It's like when you in it, when you in like a, you know, you don't see everything when you in a bad relationship. It's only when you get out of it, you're like, oh, that person actually didn't care about me, and they and they they totally drink all the milk. And right. And now it's just like the rest of the league is saying, oh no, the rest of the league is saying the organization down and down to the play call and the coach is the problem. That quarterback, he's in the free open market. He'd be the top quarterback in the NFL. That quarterback with the Rams offense with bootlegs and play action and everything else, which I believe, by the way, would excel. Because honestly, we moved him to play action one time. One time. 
against Seahawks. We got 18 yards on the on the out route to Richard Rodgers. 18 yards right on the, the money. things that work. He don't even go back to. He yeah. won't even go back to him. And then you got there. You draft Hurts after he lived in Nick Foles' a shadow. You draft Hurts. Who do you blame? What's your percentage of blame for right now? The state of the Eagles. Howie, Doug, Carson. What is your percentage on who and 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 why? I put forty percent. No, I put thirty percent on Howie. Okay. I almost put the other seventy on Doug. <laughs> I almost did it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna give Doug fifty. You're a good person. I give Doug fifty percent. The rest goes to Carson. I'm. I'm gonna give Howie. I'm telling you right now. If Howie was bleeding on the side of the road, I don't know. I do. Howie's gonna get seventy five percent of the blame. You said seventy five. Yeah. Because I I also think a lot when it comes to Doug's play calling has a lot to do with we still like you said the other week about him if if it's true about Howie saying who's up and down as far as who's starting that week who's playing that week then you're part of the play call and the game plan as well. Way has too anybody much. has anybody questioned Doug about that in any press conferences about like hey he wouldn't say anyway they asked Doug this week about the Hurts draft pick he said he wouldn't talk about it they asked because they kind of felt like are you they wanted to, they wanted to know are you pressured into Hurts playing because Howie picked them. Which is, I think, it's true. I think I 100 with myself think Doug never wanted Jalen Hurts. Why would no you? for what the same the same reason the Packers pick with Jordan Love just sitting on the bench and, you, and if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're like, look at Aaron, look at Aaron Rodgers right yeah. now. They're playing well. Number one in the division. You could have got me somebody better defensively. You could got me another receiver for when Devonta Adams is hurt and we'd be balling we'd right be now. Balling right now. These draft picks don't matter at all as far as if you already have a team in place. You draft a talent, a Jeremy Chen, who scored two touchdowns back-to-back -back on the Panthers, and you're sitting there cutting little parts this week. You go out there and get you some talent that works. And so I think Doug was never in line with this Hurts pick. I think every single dumbass – you can see him because he doesn't even know how to use him. If you if you targeted a guy, Sean, and you wanted a guy, you would know exactly what you want to do with him. Exactly. Exactly. He's he's coming out here doing watching you know the Gretz Gretz Bulldogs plays and doing some yeah options. no seriously that's what that's, he has no idea what to do yeah. with him so he and I think he's being forced to put him on the field I think I don't think he ever wanted him I so I well, that's why I said I give Howie that huge seventy five percent because we have a huge talent problem and the GM's job to get and retain talent yeah and you haven't done it you sat there and you picked JJ at the white side over Metcalf and I, I'm I'm not shading the kid. But J J Who is evaluating these people? Who, yo, you can, yo, I don't, Candace, I love you to death. You know that. If you sat across the table from me and you told me, and this is before they even either one of them were in the NFL, that you wanted to pick J.J. Ortega Whiteside over anybody, I would have told you you was nuts. First no. of all, I looked in the up. I had looked in the gut, first that's of all. That's the, I wouldn't even look him up. <laughs> I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even know who you're talking about. Say, who the hell is that? No. <laughs> no. I don't know who that is. No. And so I give it because when you sit around and you look at it and you're like, okay, we got 29 drops leading the league. For the for the Cubs and was Carson is struggling. Because everybody's like, oh, Carson, Carson, Carson. But like we said, nobody has gotten better. It'd be one thing if the receivers are flourishing, and it, but Carson sucks. It'd be one thing if the, if the pass blocking is phenomenal, but Carson sucks. When they all suck, they all suck. it's the leadership. He's regressing the same way Kelsey's regressing. The same way Earths look like shit. In the first couple of games he played, they show Kaz no, no separation of receivers. They they all are regressing. So to me, the team's regression is Carson's regression. Agreed. That, that agree Brett Favre like dip off is that. I agree with that. And why is the team regressing? Because you took a top two pick and got a bum who can't catch and run, who's on the COVID list now. J. Dell, they go wayside over DK Metcalf. Yo, 
You come out here, you get Rager, no shade again to you, but Justin Jefferson was always a better receiver. I, we said Clearly. this several times. Everybody, everybody was like, oh, no, 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 he's a slot guy. If any person says he was a slot guy, I will slap the shit out of you right now. You, he was a clearly Jeff, the better, Justin the better Jefferson, receiver. You never watched LSU if you thought that I, he was a better receiver, period. The better route running, period. They sat there and they're like, oh, Justin Jefferson, he's only a slot guy. No, Justin Jefferson was put in the slot because Joe Brady got there and put that Saints offense to them. The year before, Justin Jefferson was our primary outside receiver before Jamar Chase got there. Justin Jefferson on the outside air was 16.9 yards a catch as an outside receiver in the SEC. And it shows right now. And it shows right now. He's snapping. And and you and you and I'm and I, I like Jalen Rieger. I like Jalen Rieger, but he's not hey, yeah, good but, kid. But listen, but listen, take the better talent. You always go with the better talent. And the teams who are going with the better talent are winning. Anyone are not winning, they're they're consistent. Like you said, they look at the 49ers, they don't have a quarterback or everything else. They still won this week because they still drafted in the trenches, they still draft smartly. They have no bad quarterback, no shade to Mullins. But like when you draft smart, you still will have You'll still be fortified where you need to be fortified at. So I say Howard because the talent, I, I, we have it. Honestly. We got a rugby player at left tackle. You got I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you hit your No, point. no, no. You got fine. a rugby player at left fine. tackle. You got a rugby player at left tackle. You said that you pay Jason Peters an old Sith bum to play right guard for you. He sits there and he pretty much he pretty much puts a horse's head in your bed. Or I guess I don't know how how he how he intimidated you. He told you give me two more million dollars to go left tackle. And guess what he's playing right now? Right, right guard. Exactly. You gave him two million dollars to do nothing. You you go out there, you draft Howie, you draft Jalen Hurts, second second round pick to do nothing. Really, he's on the clipboard. But you paid Nate Sethfield two point six million dollars. He's he not need, active. Listen, Nate Sethfield hasn't even been dressed. He hasn't even wore a uniform in weeks. So he's sitting there getting paid millions of dollars to do nothing. And you come out there and say, Jalen Hurts isn't ready. Jalen Hurts isn't ready. Well, if he's not ready, then why is your third quarterback not your second quarterback? And why did you take him at the second round at all? You had to get you had to get McCown before you got swooped up with Smiles practice squad to save you from your own idiots. And and that's your second round pick, and that's two point six million dollars. Did you say it? No. And nobody probably agreed with with Howie in that room. I wouldn't agree with him. So, we like have too said, many so holes, the, man. We need we need yeah. secondary help. We need linebacker well, why, help. We, we would have had DK Metcalf and Jeff Jackson on the team right now. At one, hey, and, one two. and two. Like, what's you up? You have to pay to Sean Jackson. You have to pay to Sean Jackson. He was doing nothing for you. You extended Jake Elliott for what? Yo, what? You gave them? money to, 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 to you gave you gave them? money to Jason Peters for like, what? I could, yo, I can I can do this. I hate I hate to say that I can do another man's job that I've never done. I swear to God, I think I can do it. I can do Howie Roseman's job when it comes to drafting and scouting. I can do that. I can do that. I can do a better job than he's doing. So Howie, seventy-five percent. Doug, the other twenty-five percent. I can't sit there. And, I, Carson wants his regress, but everybody's like I said, everybody's regress. He has his own issues. He got his own demons to work through. I can't, you know, let it can. Seriously, brother. I'm not. But I'm not ready me, to walk they, away from they, Carson yet. No, no, look at the other GMs. But, of course, I agree with them. I agree with them. And and in the system, in a better system. He would be fine. Yeah. yeah. The, the golf system, they're right. He'd be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They actually uh, run a ball so, there, too. So that's, yeah, that, that's how I see it. So let's 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 ask us all this question. We sat there. We said, okay, who's the blame? We both agreed Howie Majorly is the blame. If you had a magic wand, you know, a pimp juice cup, and you could sit there and say, we do the, for the status team, as bad as it is, what Howie has assembled, as bad as everything's going on, we do these one, two, or three things we could actually be more effective Sunday the week after that. What are three things you can say, one, two, or three things you can stop top of your head right now? If you have, if you, if you were Jeff Lurie right now, 
And you had to, you can make the man. And now you you can't make the man's. I own this thing. I own the color. I own your house. <laughs> I own the Cheetos in your cap cover right. right now. If I if I walked in, if I'm Jeff Lurie, I walked into, if I walked in Doug Peterson's house, if I if you're making a steak, I bite into it. <laughs> Everything here is mine. He literally signs the checks. So your question is, what are one or two or three things you could say right now? You're like, if we do this, we can be more effective. Three days from now, a week from now, two weeks from now, just right now. We know we got real long term problems. I would get, take the play calling from Doug. I'll Correct. take a play caller from Doug. Um, I would keep Howie Roseman out of practices. Correct. <laughs> I would start okay. that out. So if if it's true about him actually being able to say who's going to play, who's going to sit, he stripped it at. And honestly, I think those are our two biggest setbacks. Those okay. are our two biggest setbacks. I think if, if all of those things change, I think Carson gets in a better flow. The play calling gets better. We run a ball more. And we can probably scratch out a win. An, at least an, at least one other win this season. We can, we're going to got to go home with four with three wins this year. Scratch, scratch, uh, scratch, uh, Howie from call, from from calling out who can sit and who's going to play, and take Doug off play calling. That's the first two things I'm doing. Doug, you're not calling plays unless if and if you still think you want to call plays, you won't be here. And Howie, get your dumb ass up here, back up in his box office with me. What you down there telling who who going to play and who not? Come up here and order a coffee or something. Let chill. me tell you. So there's there's these are things I would do. I'm gonna take a sip of my drink. The first thing I would do. I don't care if the friends, Howie friends. Me neither. It's 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 the people that's close to you that always do it to you anyway. <laughs> I fire Howie Roseman right now. I am and not against honestly, that. Honestly, there would be so much vengeance I would have because, like I said, I'm a billionaire. You told me to get slave money. You told me to get Fletcher Costwell's money. You told me to give my quarterback 133 million dollars. You told me to pay uh, Har- Hargrave at D tackle who's done nothing. You told me to do all these things. Jason Peters old behind money. His body's broken down. Deshaun money. His body breaking down. Alshon Jeffrey with a sixteen million dollar body breaking, breaking down. down. Let me do all this stuff, and I and I, I trusted you as a man. I, you said, Jeff, I got you. I'm gonna do it. Family, Fredo Corleone. Yes. And you come to me and say do this stuff, and my team is the worst. I don't the worst fucking team in the NFL. I don't care. We're worse than Jaguars. We're the worst team. Yes. In the NFL. You know what? I, I will fire him. And I'm buying every single property around your house. <laughs> you can't even live. Kick him out the whole entire neighborhood. Yeah. I I ain't going to scorch earth you. Yes. I ain't going to scorch earth you. I'm getting a lot of speakers in the flyover helicopter I can. I'm playing Meek Mill at 3 o'clock in the morning with your crying baby. <laughs> Get the hell out of my town. Get the hell out of my part of America. Don't ever come back. Don't ever come back. Don't. So he's screwing it. Honestly, I, I, he's, on, he's on like a level right below Chip Kelly. Yeah, right below Chip Kelly. And we don't, yeah, right now. yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. We need a new GM. We start there. We need a new GM, and it can't be analytics. He's he's never played football. He's an analytics guy. We need a football guy. And once once we fire Howard Roseman, because I because I really believe I will give Doug and Carson another chance because Jared Goff and McVay they missed the playoffs last year. Pete Carroll and Russell have missed the playoffs before. Yeah, you know Sean Payton and Drew Brees missed the playoffs for three straight seasons. Ben and Mike Tomlin missed it all. Missed it all the time. I'm not, you know, coaches and quarterbacks. If you have trust and leadership, they will come out. I will give them the chance under outside of the guise of a guy telling you to put in Jalen Hurts randomly. Outside of a guy drafting J.J. Ortega Whiteside over Metcalf, a person who's going to give you real talent. I would like to see what you can do with real talent in a real talent evaluator. They need. He's forcing his game plans on. He's forcing his. Thank you. He's forcing his game plans on Doug. His idiocy is messing that salary cap up. You can't trust him to draft nobody. The reality is, like we talk about Ben and, and B with getting shooters and talent around them. You got to get shooters and talent around your stars. The less talented rookie receiver you could have got. I mean, at this point, Claypool is better than Rager right now. Clearly. It's a landslide. So the first Clearly. thing I'm doing Rager is I'm, how, I'm hiring. Done anything. 
so the first thing I'm doing, I'm I'm firing higher Roseman and I'm hiring a hitman. <laughs> the second thing, we both agree. Doug has to give up play calling. Absolutely. Right now. Uh, because uh, like I said, I'm giving you another year. But like right now, the way the talent is shaped up, us you you can't do it with this core right now. Your your, your confidence is shot. The, the people you have in person out right now. Um, we're just talking about what can, what what can we do to be better on Sunday. Doug with this some group assembled, he has not figured out how to do it. Even though we both know how to do it, move the pocket, like you know, get, get the ball out, and so, and get the ball out your hands quickly, run the ball, like, pound the ball. He can't is he do the it, only so coach on the team or something? Or does he like? Not- we got we got, we have six six actual offensive coaches. So, we hired Scragnello. We hired uh, Marty Warnerwick is back in the fold. We hired so many offensive coaches. I don't think he listens to any of them personally. Can't. I don't think he he can't. No, there's no way he is. I think he I at think this he, point yeah. he's trying to get fired. Maybe he is. Maybe he want to go home. Maybe he want to go hang out with Brett, eat some cheese in Wisconsin. I don't call, know. Call, call how we have been. Just like, listen, man, after the season over, I ain't going to be back. It's about winning. And I <laughs> feel like he's not putting winning first. If you're not done. putting winning first, I don't know what you're doing. I just think his confidence is done. The third thing I would do is play the young players. I don't know what the hell we're doing with Alshon Jeffrey, who will not be here next year. Travis Fogel needs to be number one receiver on the, on the field. That's just a straight up. Fact. Yeah, and he caught a he caught a hell of a you should, pass. You should have been you should have been playing Kayvon Wallace. Rodney McCall's on a one year deal. Jalen Mills is a one year deal. What are we doing next year? Kayvon Wallace and Epps is your only safety on the contract. Why would you sit there to next season to figure out if he can play yeah. or not? That makes yeah, no sense. Take Jalen like Mills and move him like. back to corner. Take Jalen Mills back to corner. He he's at at minimal he's better than that dog Avante Maddox and taller than him. You're you're, you're better served. With your cornerback being Slay and Mills and Wallace and whoever and McLeod play, playing opposite of McLeod. Play your young players. Play Bradley. Play Davion Taylor. Now is the time to figure out if you have anything in these young players because you know what you have to do with, this, with these top picks in the draft. Now is the time. There is no reality to rely on old bombs and dogs. The fact that Alshon Jeffrey has 56% of the snaps the other day. And you got Fogel with fifty two percent. Even even in your stale offense, Fogel was able to actually flourish in it. Yeah. The only person flourishing in your predictable plays was Fogel, and for some reason that got him the bench. When a guy who will not be on the Eagles a few months from now got so called healthy, who hasn't flourished in your offense since twenty seventeen, probably since the last Rihanna album, since the Super Bowl, who literally dropped and the pass there- in the playoffs against the Saints. That kicked this. That kicked this out the playoffs. And you sitting there playing, and you're, you're not, and you're not playing your young talent. Why would you not play folk? Like I said, why would you not play phone? Every young person you drafted, every single one, you need to see. Play Davion Taylor. You know, you got undrafted rookie T.J. Edwards. Okay, whatever. You got undrafted rookie as your starting middle linebacker. Because quite honestly, I would sit there, might possibly in the top five and draft a linebacker at Penn State. I didn't know if any of these people can play right now. I need to know. Yeah. Seriously, right? We ain't we ain't going to the playoffs. If we go into the playoffs. We get we not we not win this division. Yeah, no, we, we said that no. to go. We're not winning. We're not winning another damn no. game. No, no. We don't win another damn no. game. And you know what? I don't even want Earth to come back if he's healthy. I'm your trade bait. Don't 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 spray nothing in week sixteen. What do I need that for? Seriously, you have to go anyway. Seriously, seriously. Count your wife's checks. You we, yeah, we could definitely get a first round pick for Earth. We ain't getting nobody paying for that. that he led the uh, league in receptions two was it last year or two years ago? He's he's hey, listen. He, you might get, you get a second round. I'm not no. You know. I'll take a second round. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. For sure. Stay home. <laughs> count your wife's weeds. Checks in the box of weeds with soccer Seriously. team. Seriously. And you you're coconut smile, brother. So that's what I do. Fire Howie right now. Right now. He is not a football guy. All his contracts have been horrible. 
He hasn't made one contract. Even the contracts we do have, he hasn't made one sensible contract. Second, the OC, we agree. Third, play your young stars who are actually doing that job. And when I say play your young stars, I think just Fogum. Miles Sanders is a young star. Yeah, give him the damn ball. How how, how <laughs> much has Kevon Wallace seen the field this season? Well, on my Madden, he's seen it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bradley. That's a, that's exactly and, where. And, and that's when Sean exactly Bradley where. is actually in the game, he actually produces. He plays play well. He plays well. He tackles. He's, short, he's a short tackler. Yes. He's a short tackler. He actually produces. Um, Unfortunately, Sean, we don't have a magic wand. We are not. Prayers will not go up. The candles will not be lit. So right now, the Eagles sit with the sixth pick in the draft if the season was in right now. It can only go down. We're losing to the Packers. Absolutely. We're losing to the season. We're losing to the Saints. I'm, pred- I'm predicting so, like, right now. We're going to have a top three pick. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. So a lot of people are sitting there saying, okay, well, the only reward you can have for a trash season is a high pick. If you're the, like the Golden State Warriors, they're a good team. And then they got a top tip pick. Yeah. So you just add it to Stephanie yeah. or whatever. That's what you feel like if you're Golden State. Well, listen, we got a top pick and Steph is healthy and everything right. else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not in the same boat. At because all. <laughs> we have a top pick. And like we just outlined, we can't draft. We're likely to take a punter with the top four. They're pick. probably gonna draft the kicker. There it is. Draft the kicker. So how much and bench him? He ain't even gonna start. What is your trust? What is your trust level? You sit there, Jamar Chase has come out there, Jalen Waddle, actual short talent, actual short talent. We know they won't be in Philly. What trust do you have with the silver lining concept of well, at least we have a high draft pick? What is your trust level that the Eagles will actually do anything intelligent with it? I don't trust them to do anything. I don't trust them to do At anything. All. I honest, honestly don't. I honestly and truly don't. I don't trust him to do anything at all. Not the right way at all. I don't think whoever. I don't think Howie. I think Howie is over the hill. Or I just think it's, t- it's need to change the scenery. We need to bring somebody else in because it's I don't not how it was ever. Over it's not working. Out of Howie's last fifty draft picks, he's only had one Pro Bowler, and that's Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. He's never been on the hill. And, this, and it's that like, was Carson Wentz. And, and, that, and that's and then it's like that's that's in a look. And, and these are things that I know they look at. These are things I know that they look at. So it's like, do you not care? So it's, it's like, what's what's going on? Is this guy really just here because he's your homie? Because if he's your homie and you want to keep him around, you can give him another job. You can do something else. Assistant to the regional manager. You can do anything else. He can be co-owner. You want him to be. But he can't GM. He cannot GM. He cannot control my team. No, he cannot GM. He, it's crazy because he's like the anti-Jerry Jones, but Jerry Jones at the same time. Like, Jerry Jones... He's a horrible drafter, generally speaking. Uh, but he does get talent. So he, he should have never drafted C.D. Lamb because he could have got Kalon Chase actual like, talent. So actual they didn't talent. A yeah. He's weird. And they didn't need a receiver. But at least he's talented. So I say he's like Jerry Jones because like he's he has these picks of like, what are you doing? Yeah. But at least Jerry but he's not Jerry Jones because he doesn't get talent. At least he still has. <laughs> at least Jerry didn't pick exactly. <laughs> we don't even have that. Um I don't trust Howie to do a damn thing. That's why I said it's so it's so important that we fire Howie. The only way you give you give Doug Peterson and Carson a chance is to fire Howie Roseman. He they will never be effective with him as a GM evaluating talent and picking players. He's likely to trade out of the top five like an idiot, like the Browns always do this year every I can year. See what is that? What the it. hell is that giving them? See. We trade out, and I have never. I will never go trade trade out. I will never go trade out. To me, a JJ Watt. To me, a Miles Garrett. To me, a Luke Keekley is more important than you sitting there at ten and you in a, a, a you know yeah. a, okay good corner. Like there's a reason why our top five picks they're premium talent. And I get the first round pick, you can get great talent, but a DeAndre Hopkins like they're they're different players. All my life, 
if we sit there and have a top five pick, how you'll trade out thinking, well, I got a top tier quarterback. I got to get running back. I got well, and No, you go get me Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle. Point blank, period. That's you go it. get me the top linebacker in the draft. I don't trust him to do anything. I'm telling you, I don't. From a confidence standpoint, I don't know if I'm gonna be confident in team until uh, confident in this team until the same with the Sixers. When I like, if we got Maury, it changed the whole. Uh, we got Maury and like the, the opening credits of the Simpsons, like the clouds parted for us. Mm. Like literally, thank you. Literally, I will not be confident in the Eagles until we fire Howie Roseman. Yeah, and and the, cra- I, I the crazy thing about that, that that statement is so crazy because honestly, I don't think we'll ever see it. I don't Listen, know if we'll ever see. There it. are ways. I got Dexter playing in my background right now, okay? I got Thank ideas. You. Hire some ladies from Delilah. Play some coke with them. We'll know. <laughs> 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 okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up as far as um the Eagles talk. Because we do have a game this week, Sean. Do they? We play the first place Packers in Green Bay. Because <laughs> that's what a struggling team needs. Uh, we already alluded to Will Parks got cut this week. Fletcher Cox did not practice today at all. He's a hamstring injury. We'll see. He probably is on the yeah, play. TJ Edwards didn't practice. Uh, he had limited practice. Zach Ertz came off the IR today. He was a limited participant. Avante Max was a limited participant. Doesn't even matter who's suiting up. We could be full strength. We're going we to get there and get TVMA'd. Meaning, we're going to get screwed so hard. They need to put TVMA rating. Listen. And what's about to happen to us? They'll be they'll be fools <laughs> if they even show up. If they show up to that we game did. on Sunday, they are freaking. Crazy. I'm not even saying to be funny. I'm not even saying to be funny. We gotta do what y'all doing at FSU. We gotta start. We gotta start saying everybody get COVID. That's their best COVID. bet, man. Got, Listen, yo, when that when that happened two weeks in a row, I said, yo, they is crazy. They dipping. <laughs> Putting the whole ski mask, they trying to hide. I said, "Yo, they Listen. are crazy. They gonna quit. They gonna give up the season." And look, the and I noticed, I noticed the plan because the players is leaving. They all respect FSU. I love what y'all did about Yo, preparing myself. They, yeah, they are crazy, going. and the Eagles need to fall in line. Follows. Yeah, we need some. Start coughing. Start sniffing. That's the only way to save yourself from embarrassing yourself again. Seriously, as a person, doesn't that mess you up? You get embarrassed every week. Yes, yes, that's yes, demoralizing. Embarrassing as a Giants, embarrassing as the Browns, embarrassing at a, as a, at a certain kick. point, the coaches, the coaches, like, all right, when y'all, when y'all gonna get tired of getting your asses kicked? When y'all gonna show up and be like, yo, we not losing this week, especially against the Browns? It was like, yo, we can beat them, we can beat them, we not losing this week. We could have beat the Seahawks if we had any kind of intelligence. They were not thirty second well. ranked defense. I don't know why they didn't beat them. I don't know why they didn't. So, what is your prediction? What for for this week that? for the Packers? Yeah, oh, ain't, ain't no prediction. I'm gonna uh, I'm nothing. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. The Packers are going to win 37 to 10. And they're going to score 10 at the end of the game when it doesn't matter. Jake, Jake Elliott will probably uh, make a 27 yard field goal after missing three of them in the extra point. Um, and then, so it'll be 37 to 10. That's what I call. By the way, we will lose $2.8 million if we cut Jake Elliott. That's, thanks, Howie. Listen, listen. <laughs> Howie ain't going to miss that money. Get him out of here. My prediction for the Packers, like I said, TVMA for that. It might as well be a snuff film. Seriously, man. Um, <laughs> and murdered. Uh, my prediction, okay. I want to say I have Aaron Jones and I got Devontae Adams on my fantasy. I'm starting them. If I can start them a thousand times and just have a whole, I'm starting both of those players. With, if you smart, you great, go on the waiver wire I think we actually every play week each other this week. I think we play each other this week in fantasy. Yo, do we? Fantasy, by the way. Do we? Yeah, um, we're still number one. In, you still one and two. 
weeks later. You know what I'm saying? We still, still here. here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a circle. My prediction for the game, the Packers, because they've been embarrassing people. They're not even like that sort of winning. They've been like scoring. On, they, they drop, they've been scoring they drop on the Bears the other night. They dropped like 41 on the Bears. And the Bears got a good yeah, defense. I mean, but they but, but good defense. We have a trash offense, as we will know. We forty one to twenty five. Forty one. It doesn't matter if you got a good defense because we had a good defense for one quarter. But if you can't score, the defense gets tired and they're gonna green out. Yeah. So I'm gonna say forty one on the Bears. I'm gonna say we they score twenty seven. With the Packers? Yeah, I think we have a better. I, yeah. Twenty seven. I think they scored twenty seven. By the way, the Eagles are the only one, the only two teams in the NFL who has scored over thirty points this year. I'm randomly dropping the stat. And so I am going to go 27 because I still believe our pass rush is good. Like, you look, even with Seahawks, like, our pass rush is still good. You're not going to be able to predominantly score like 30, 40 points against this team because you just can't block us generally. We're healthy in defensive line. That's the healthiest we are. The healthiest position we have in this, in this team is the defensive yeah, line. So I want to go. So I'm not going to sit there and say something. You, you have to be able to protect and everything else is score 40 something points, or, you know, regardless of. Khalil Mack ain't doing a damn thing. There's no shade to my man, but like that pass rush in, in Chicago now. Yeah, and so I think nobody's scoring the 40 points generally. Like that's not going to happen. So I want to say 20, 27 17. Where the hell are you going to get 17? 27 from? to 17. Where the hell are you getting 17? Even in junk time. No, let's, 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 let me explain this to you. Even in junk time, we score these 14, 17 points. Look at the Browns score total. Look at the, look at the score total for the Seahawks game. This is what we do. That's far as some junk bull BS, no huddle. Oh, 54 razor, whatever. La, 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 la. Shut up. Shut it up. They know exactly what you're running, dummy. And so we'll do that and we'll uh, score 17 points. We'll lose by 10. So look at this. And it look at, it's never going to be close. Devontae Adams is going to have at least two touchdowns, maybe two or three touchdowns on us because reality, he's, he's, he, to me, is the best route. To me, he's the best route runner in the NFL. He's not the best receiver. He's the best route runner in the mm. NFL. The way he's going to come off the line. Against Slay, it's just he's so quick. That's just, and it's Aaron Rodgers. That's just gonna be that. Um, we're gonna lose. It won't be close, but it'll be a little close in the scoreboard because they're gonna put. They're gonna. I, I'll have a bold prediction. They're gonna put in. They're gonna put in a uh, love for oh, the first time be this such year. Such a blowout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might as well. Yeah, and they're, they're yeah. probably putting Jalen Hurts too. Nah, should we getting our asses heads into us? Go ahead, go ahead, Jalen. By the way, I, I want to say like real quick. Like I never agree with the Jalen Hurts pick. I never wanted him. I think the pick was stupid. I. Doug not wanted him. I never wanted him. I never wanted him. I have no idea what the hell we were doing that with that. And I don't he's never gonna be ready. That was a pointless it was a pointless pick. It was a point yeah. it was a waste of a pick. And it's and the As, pick was at the top of the second round. It wasn't even like, oh, it's like a no, it's at the top of this. It was players there. It was players there. You could have got Queen. And I gotta say that Queen I, is hooping. I, I gotta was, say uh, that. no, Isaiah was gone. But it, yo, it was some players there, man. It's a lot of people in Philadelphia is like, oh, putting a hurt suit he has. The only reason I'm not against it to put a, is because what else we got to lose? What else you got to lose? The offensive line is garbage. What exactly do you think is going to happen? We're losing the game because we can't protect. The play calls are horrible. We're not leaning in the run game. And that's that. If Carson Wentz, for all these cups people will have, where they're like, oh, this is the first read and we could have done this. If Carson Wentz hit that read every time, we still would lose the damn game. Yeah. And so, what is, I don't know what people deluded, have deluded themselves into. So, so, sort of like Trump think he's winning Pennsylvania. Like, what the hell do you think Jalen Hurst is going to do? Like, with the offensive line with backup, no-name tackles, with backup guard play against 
a top tier Packers defense against a top tier. Like, what are y'all on crack? What do you think he could do? Like, really? Like, really ask yourself that, that question. And the best thing he has is athleticism. We already have athletic, athletic starting quarterback. He's more athletic than Carson. We're not even using the mobility of Carson Wentz. What do you think is going to happen then? We're not, well, Jalen Hurts in shotgun, not rolling out. Wake up, people. Yeah, it'll be bad. Put in Hurts. What is he going to do? Give you a. This offense is horrible. The talent is horrible. The coaching. What is he going to do? The play calling. The coaching is horrible. The GM is horrible. What is he, like, really? And let's not kid ourselves. Jalen Hurts just right they rather die. There's kill me another way. It's like sometimes you think a new thing is a better thing, yeah. and then you realize it ain't. You think you got for what you think you got a new man, and guess what? He took your car, you got a gas, and, you, and guess what? He went to his, uh, his new chick house. Right. That's what happened to you. <laughs> and then you got to make him mess up your credit score. Yep. The reality is <laughs> the team across the board is, is bad. So from the from the Packers' perspective, the rep of the Eagles segment, we're, uh, Sean, I don't know if you're faithfully going to watch every Sunday. I don't really know which, you know. <sighs> I got to tune in to find but, out, man, because I don't know my damn self. Because I'm tired. Of, I'm tired. Of, it's the holiday season. I'm not out here trying to. Yeah, I want to ruin my mood. I want to ruin my mood. I don't know what y'all talking about. I, I don't even know who the Eagles are. A, a rock band. Anyway. The Eagles? I like Eagles. They fly. As we get to the bones of work, we'll keep it short and sweet because honestly, stay behind the house. Seriously, stay behind them. Yeah. Um, COVID watch. Um, during the virtual press conference this week, the two, two, on which was Tuesday, the health commissioner, David Thomas, fairly talked about the surge in cases and the impact, if any, Thanksgiving had on the attributed rising numbers. And guess what, people? Some of y'all staying home worked. We are seeing a decline trend in the past couple weeks. That's clearly better news. So I guess y'all all didn't go get cranberry sauce and show your behinds. <laughs> in the Even though I know a lot of people um, who did. Thank you. Uh, but he also cautioned that they don't yet know what impact visits over the holiday have on all the cases. Because, of course, in KVHA period, 10, 14 days, we got to say. Right now, it's a decline. But praying hands emojis. The number of daily cases we're seeing now is still extremely high. So please stay here behind at home. Yeah, stay home, man. And even though I, I got to give you these four places to go to, we just, like I'm going to say them again, stay here behind at home. But it is the holiday season. And as DMX rap. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, it's Randy. They're yeah, dancing and dancing and running and blitzing. Uh, it is Christmas time, right? Randy. Early Johnny That's crazy. Come on, come on. <laughs> the Duck Lee Hall Holiday Light Show is at City Hall right now. Illuminations will play every 30 minutes on a loop starting at 5 p.m. The Light Show and other holiday happenings in their City Hall. Uh, the Christmas Village in Love Park and the Made in Philadelphia, Made in Philadelphia Holiday Market also in the War Park. There is still ice skating. Masks are required, people. You can't just go ice skating and breathe them, breathe your neck, breathe on people's uh, necks like that. Where are they doing the ice skating at? The War Park in front of City Hall, where the Death the Hall Light Show is at. What's happening every thirty minutes? <laughs> starting at five p.m. daily. I love the lifestyle. And there's also the Made in Philadelphia market across the street at Love Park. Also, the Philadelphia Fashion District is celebrating the second holiday season with a grand holiday light show. The retail and entertainment space is floating a tree, glad, a giant stainless steel mirror ornaments, and a show by the Philly Pops that runs at the top of the hour starting from 4 p.m. till closing. Masks, again, of course, are required, people. Social distancing during the light show. And another place you can go to is to ice skate or do whatever you want to do is at the Blue Cross River Rink Winterfest. One of Philadelphia's winter traditions has brought the holiday spirit back to the Delaware waterfront. 
the Winter Wonderland offers guests a chance to go skating at the city's largest outdoor rink, bigger than Dilworth Park. Uh, take a ride in the Ferris wheel, cozy up on the warm cabins, the fire pit stations, look at the twinkling lights in the holiday tree, all walking over Delaware River. So those are the three things you can do. Is that actually in Delaware? At the waterfront? <laughs> Say something. So those are th- <laughs> those are the three things you can do. <laughs> I'm not I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. At all. Don't go ahead. Go I re- ahead. I refuse. No, I'm like, I refuse. Did you actually ask me is the Delaware River waterfront in Delaware? Yes, because you know people people get confused about Delaware. The De- no, there's a massive strip of Philadelphia called the the Delaware River water, which is the what that river is the Delaware River. So right there where the waterfront's at, where Spruce Creek, that's the Delaware River. Right, we're De- they can't call anything else. I know that through. De- I know. I know that. I know that. The, the, Why are you asking that question? For the then? listeners, the listeners might not know. They, they know might what the need, hell is going on. Some this is clarification. Philly, this is Philly. This is Philly, this is the fly zone. You live in the area. You know what water is listen, going through the city, we get right? Listeners from all over. They don't know. Listen, well, well listen. Even Thailand and Korean are like, listen. I don't know nothing. Thailand. Thailand was hoping you answered. Anyway, it. Thailand was. <laughs> Thailand was hoping you answered it. <laughs> I mean, what what did George Washington cross when it was frozen to, to go get some more slaves? <laughs> the Delaware River. <laughs> right, Amazon so that, that's 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 the on the board. The Deck the Hall light show starting at five PM every day at City Hall. I I go and watch it every day. It's beautiful. It's actually a really good light show. And that's across from the Christmas Village at Love Park and the Made in Philadelphia Market with Philadelphia vendors at work park you also can go to the philadelphia fashion district see their own light show with ornaments and giant trees starting at 4 p.m to closing every day that they're open holiday shopping at the philadelphia fashion district they need people need your money i'm assuming hard times and also the blue cross river rink winterfest where there is the largest skating rink in the city across from the delaware river which is in philip right now <laughs> according to ge- geography <laughs> 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 running through the city of Philadelphia. Um, if anybody's confused about that, yeah, please for, consult for my Google listeners, Maps I asked that question for y'all, so y'all can, know, y'all can know where to go. And so, once again, that is the Bulls board, and I'm one of your hosts. I'm Cass McLean, and I'm joined with Sean the Connect Carter. And we say stay at home. If you're not staying at home, go get me a PS5. <laughs> please. Uh-huh.